Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If I was in there, she will come through this. We don't even know what this is. Alicia. This isn't all on you. Yes, it is. That's what we decided at the river mill. I'd keep everyone safe. You'd handle the rest. Yeah, we didn't decide that. You did. But we all got on the plane. We all came here. And we'll all do whatever it takes to find out. Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 145. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi Kim. Kim. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. We have a special guest tonight, don't we? We do. Sitting Who? right next to us. Ah, all the way from Scotland. Yep. It's our... She came on the red eye. That's right. It's our niece, Reagan. <laughs> How are you, Reagan? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. You ready to do some podcasting? Uh, yeah. I'm totally experienced with this. <laughs> I hear they do a lot of podcasting in Scotland. Oh, oh, exactly. Yeah. It's a very easy language and, to understand. Yes, and, totally. and Reagan, um, are you a big Fear of the Walking Dead fan? Never seen it before. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever um, seen The Walking Dead? Nope. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Perfect. Um, you should be able to really contribute tonight. Yes. Um, have Excellent. you ever seen Ride with Norman Reedus? No. Okay. <laughs> hey. And have oh. you ever listened to our podcast before? No. 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 Yep. no. no. <laughs> wow. Have you ever have you ever thrown down a man into the mud and kicked him in the head with an iron boot? No, never oh, mind. Done that, that, never. Yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. This is a game of have you ever. Okay. Excellent. All right, so what are you drinking, Scott? I am drinking a uh, a new one I found called Edmonds. Oh, it's from Edmonds Oast Brewery, uh, and it's called Singular. It's a session IPA. It's out of uh, Charleston, South Carolina. It's it's a t- tasty little beverage. I gotta say, okay. it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's nice and smooth. Um, not too much pop to it. Uh, I think it's a four point eight or something. Um, mm. Yeah, I really like it. Um, Yep, out of Charleston. Not bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, we are drinking, Stuart and I are drinking a new Monday night brewery beer called Blind Pirate. It's a blood orange IPA. It's pretty good. I've had that one. Too much citrus, I think. It's a little, yeah, it's a little little sweet, but it's good. I enjoy Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. Is it really? It's the opposite of yours. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was that strong. Yeah. Okay. Well, hello, blind pirate. <laughs> I know. That's what makes Reagan's you blind. Like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> be well, blind um, by the end of the night. And then I think Reagan has uh, accompaniment to ours. Yeah, I have Diver Down by Brew Hub. It's an imperial red ale at 8%. 
So nice. I'm, I'm good. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I, I like it. I, it's quite strong, but you know, compares with the Scottish beers. So yeah, it's okay. right, right, exactly. <laughs> She's drinking us under the table tonight. That's right. Yes. <laughs> That's not hard. All right, so we're going to cover Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 2, The Hurt That Will Happen. So, what did you guys think? I, I, I thought it was, a, it was a pretty slow episode. Second week in a row, when I started watching it the second time, I fell asleep through part of it. Uh, That's not good. No, it's not really. It's not really grasping my, my attention too much yet. I wasn't really big on the Strand Daniel thing. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't. I, I just wasn't buying into it. But I, I might later. I mean, it's just maybe I just wasn't in the mood for it tonight. But um, I'm, I'm glad they didn't draw that one out and they just went right into it. Yeah, I you agree. Know? I, I agree. Like at the start of the show, I thought mm-hmm. like, oh, we're just going to sit there and wait until they finally meet up. But they finally just yeah. said, okay, let's get this out of the way and did it. I, I to tell you the truth, I got a kind of a kick out of. I thought it was kind of an interesting uh, little piece that they put in there was um, Lucy on drugs. Was actually yeah. pretty funny. I that mean, wasn't convincing to me at all. Really? That was silly. I thought I didn't have to. I think it was meant to be silly. That was pretty much what it was meant to be. No, not like uh, she's silly because she's on drugs. Silly because that was a silly premise. Okay. I just didn't think it worked. I thought it was fine for comic relief. Yeah, I thought Honestly, it was. I, I thought, thought it, was, it was. I enjoy like Scott saying. I kind of enjoyed that it was just a silly, stupid thing. And it also yeah. it kind of gave a little bit more dimension to her character than than she has, right? Because she has maybe none. that's why it wasn't convincing because she just sounded the same as regular Lucy. You know uh, well, I mean? she did, but 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 anyway, I, I thought that was kind of humorous and, and I kind of enjoyed it, to tell you the truth. I, you know, I like it too. I I, I thought the the episode was good, uh, but I'm not sure that they're playing the whole uh, radioactive thing very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if it. I, I guess I should say that I don't think that whole thing is playing very well, right? Uh, and and written out very well. It seems kind of ham-handed, mm-hmm. and how they're dealing with it. And um, you know, it's it's a storyline that I think we've all said. Well, it seems like low-hanging fruit kind yeah. of idea, like something that they probably should have dealt with early on, right? Uh, but now they're just kind of. They're going to deal with it, and then they're going to move on, and I feel like it's like, okay, we've dealt with it, and it's really not going to have any real bearing on the story. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've, I mean, we're already moving on from this character within, what is it, two episodes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, not completely, because they're still stuck in this this realm with these other people that we don't know who they are. Right. Yeah, that's a whole different storyline there, but, but yeah... The radiation woman is pretty much kaput now. Well, I, just like last week, this episode just, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. It was meh. And, like, I I like where, I like the premise of having the radioactive zombies and the meltdown and all that, what -hmm. happens with it. But I think they executed it all wrong. And the woman who, um, who supposedly is in charge of all that, like... It's so unbelievable to me in every shape and form. What? I was going to say, I think it's the inconsistency with how they deal with it. Because she kind of shows up on the scene and she's freaked out about how, um, you know, they might have come in contact with these zombies that had radiation on them. Uh, But then when she runs out of water, it's not like she's trying to decontaminate anybody else. 
Like, I don't understand how if she has to wear the white suit, the decontamination suit, right? Why does no one else have to wear it? Yeah, why doesn't she have suits for everybody else? Like, I think we're learning from Chernobyl (laughs) that that you don't have to touch somebody, right? Like, it's not... Right, to spread, yeah, yeah. spread the the radioactive dust or whatever. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's a physical thing that has to actually be spread around. Yeah, it has to be in the air. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has to be in the air. So, but still. So like when you burn the bodies and things like that and put the radiation in the air. Right, right. but so that area should be contaminated. So if that area right. is contaminated and they're swimming around in the muck, like they're doing, mm-hmm. and then killing people and stuff's getting everywhere, why are our people not in danger? Uh, well, I think they are in danger. I think that's why they were having that whole issue with trying to pick out which was the radioactive zombie when they were killing that pile of zombies that were falling in the mud pit. Mm-hmm. And and that's why um, um, Alicia couldn't just kill that one. He was holding it, she was holding it at bay while they figured out which one was the radioactive one. Yeah, she didn't but... want to get radioactive material all over. But she was putting a lot of emphasis on, like, you know, making sure that Morgan was cleaned off and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yet she was still handling stuff with that same outfit that she was wearing mm-hmm. that she kept putting on. And she wasn't, it wasn't like she was decontaminating herself. Well, at all during no, that one's, time. no one said she was good at her job. Uh, hey, I'm just saying that's why was everybody even... was, that's why everybody was dead. I think it was just inconsistencies in, in the visuals. And that's another, actually, another good point is like, why is she the only one that has had yeah. no real physical issues? Yes, she did say by the end of it that she was exposed, but yet yeah. there's like how many, like hundred and some people that she was working She's, with that she, were dying? Did, three or something. Yeah, did she say something though about she was somewhere else when the reactor went, and she went back in to take care of them or whatever, and that and that's when she got irradiated. I don't remember that part. I guess so. Well, she talked about she went back in there and she was careful, but she still got irradiated. So I guess that's when she was going. She was somewhere else at the time or in another room or something. But it is it is funny that this is on at the same time that Chernobyl's on. Because I feel like everybody is like comparing notes now. Like nobody believes fear, but we're going to believe Chernobyl. You know what I'm saying? No. Well, I mean, okay. There was other silly things, like when I mean, she was she was talking to to uh, June and them, and she said, "I don't get it." And she said, "Did you guys inhale?" And they're like, "No, no, we didn't inhale." What? Like, like how the hell would you not? They're like, "Oh yeah, we were upwind of it or whatever." It's like, oh, I thought you meant they had weed or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did not inhale, but I didn't yeah. inhale. Um, <laughs> I do not know that woman. <laughs> Oh my God, we've gone off on a tangent. Yes. Um, I, I actually would li- have liked to have seen uh, at least something with the plant to give it some relevance. Yeah, you know. But show us the hole where it exploded. Yeah, but then again, you know, that place would be so irradiated, our our gang would be killed real fast. I would imagine. So it makes sense that they're miles away from it. Still, it just was hard to. I think they needed more than just one person from the plant alive. I agree, because I don't believe that she's the only person who survived. And, I mean, I think my problem is, like, there's this whole other group that we don't know anything about, but yet that they're stringing these zombie heads from the from the trees. So there's, like, zombie heads from the trees, I'm telling Reagan, and they're, like... <laughs> yes. Chomping. Yeah. And then, then somebody else strung, like, a group of zombies across the street. 
and blocked the street, but they had their intestines like tied around their neck. It was I crazy. See, yes. Crazy cool. Okay, so there's this whole other group that's really out gross. there. It's yeah, it's gross. crazy, crazy cool. There's this whole other group out there, but they're still able to <laughs> but she be blo- in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? But she blows that off too. She's like, oh yeah, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Those people are crazy. Yeah, like she, does, she doesn't know who they are, though. I know, but it's the same thing. Like the kids were saying, like, "Oh yeah, we don't know who those people are." Like, yeah, but how do you not know who those people are? That's what I'm saying. Like, if these people yeah, are, yeah, the whole are, premise of this thing, the whole premise of this thing is quite silly. To tell yes, the truth. it is. That's that's the point, Scott. Well, I'm glad you finally got around to it because I think you bored our listeners long enough waiting for you to get to the point, Stuart. No, I I, I think we needed to have you kind of you know. Come to wrap it, on it up your and own. Cu- wrap it up and bring it all together for you. Tie it up in a bow. Wow, somebody is feeling their oats tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just don't believe any of it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I agree with you, Kim. I think the first thing you said is actually the most important part. It's a cool premise, but they blew it in the way they presented it. Yeah. Um, you know. And I think they did that with a lot of things during this episode. Right, but that's what I mean. All three of the all three of those different premises are actually pretty interesting. Right. But when you pull them all together like they're doing, it, it's kind of silly. I mean, these people are all trapped in a small area. It's not a big area, mm. and yet they don't see each other and so forth. Well, and well, and that's the other thing. They are trapped. They know that there's like, well, you can't go this way, you can't go that way, and somehow this woman who's going around cleaning up the zombies has not run across these kids who are also within the same area avoiding these fences. They all know to stay away from the fences, but they don't know about each other. So Exactly. It doesn't And then you have the third group but we don't really know what their number is, but third no and one knows fourth about group that. probably. Yeah. But they're, mean, they're set up as like the big bad, the net new big bad. Mm-hmm. But the other thing too is just I know I keep harping on this lady. I can't even remember her name. But um the way she's so businesslike when she encounters everybody and there's no fear in her grace grace there's no fear in her of like what they could do to her i guess at that point if she's errad errad what's the word irradiated uh-huh irradiated <laughs> she's super rad <laughs> if if she's irradiated and she knows she's going to die eventually she probably has nothing to worry about but in my mind if i'm in her then situation then why is she still wearing the damn suit no, no, no. But if I'm in her situation... Well, that's true. Good point. If I'm in her situation, though, and I come across another group, my first inclination is going to be like, oh, God, what are they going to do to me? What's their what's their goal for being out here? And how are they going to harm me? But there's none of that for her. She's just like business, matter of fact. Yeah. we got to clean this well, up. Well, she's, she's got a mission. Yeah. I mean, she's got a mission. It, it doesn't involve any of these other people. Her mission is strictly to hunt down all the people she irradiated and knock them off so they don't hurt anybody else. Well, that that is another one that I'm uh, maybe a little annoyed by, is why is she the only one that's allowed to kill them? And when I say that, not mm-hmm. that she's the only one knows how to kill them, but when she's with Alicia and them, they stay from killing the one that is... Irradiated. Irradiated. Because she uses her gun. She does it from a distance. They're coming up and chopping people up with their knives and stuff like that. But she wants to. She shoots the the irradiated ones. Hmm. Okay. That's why. That's why she had the gun and she kept saying, "Give me my gun, give me my gun," because that's how she dispatches them. So she's hoping the goop doesn't get on her. Right. She's keeping her distance. So that's why she told no one else to do that. 
with the irradiated ones. Okay, so here's another question: How many years in the into the future is it? Like how many I, how many years? I is asked the you last last week, and we couldn't figure it out. Right. Four. So, so doesn't a <laughs> just throwing it out there? It's much longer than that. But seventy two years. Nonetheless, how long does it take a nuclear power plant to melt down if there's no electricity to cool the water? Oh, that could take within minutes. So it's been how many years is what I'm saying. No, no, but she said she explained though that she kept it running. Mm-hmm. That they kept it running because they were expecting that they would get the they would be able to get the power grid back and that they would have they wanted to keep the plant running so that they could rebuild with the plant. How do you keep it running though if there's no electricity? Well, the plant well, they makes were... electricity. Yeah. It's a it's nuclear a... power plant. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, they have a whole whoa, bunch of big batteries. But they got a hamster. They got a hamster on a wheel. I'm guessing solar. <laughs> I'm guessing they're using solar power. That little guy's tired. Oh my! Yes, the hamster died, and they had to abandon the plant. That's okay. What okay. No, but she did. I yeah, she she admitted that her her fault was keeping this thing running. That thinking that society would actually come back to normal. Right. And they would need the power. So we don't know how long it actually went on. But obviously right. it broke down a while ago. Mm-hmm. If you got all these guys wandering around with boils yeah. all over their faces and stuff. Right. By it the way, Reagan, you should watch it. They have boils all over their faces. It's crazy. They ooze and goose. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Scott in the morning. <laughs> I do. I, I'm oozing and boozing in the morning all the time. Before he puts his face on. Oh, oh, my poor wife and the horror she has to witness. Uh. Well, another thing that I found hard, uh, highly unbelievable, is when they left Luciana by herself to deal with this drugged up with a gun wound. She had Uh an arrow, or not an arrow. So she she had a piece of metal go through her shoulder. Mm -hmm. So she has a huge wound on her. And they've done surgery and all that stuff, but they She's left big time painkillers. Major. She sees the Care Bears. <laughs> they leave her alone in this truck stop by herself with one gun. She's got one operating arm, and the other one does not work. And then she decides, "I'm going to go outside and investigate this scary sound that I well, heard." She was drugged up. I like, mean, oh, it's just stupid. Well, the antenna went out because she was talking to strand on the on the right so she was trying to find out what happened yes but, on the cb no, the so stupid part happened. the stupid part is they left her alone i mean mm-hmm. that's yep. the stupid part no doubt uh her going out and looking around and so forth isn't stupid she was on drugs and she had lost her contact with strand so she was going out there to find out what the hell was the problem and she found out the antenna fell off what was stupid was when all the walkers started coming towards her and she started walking at them to yes. and shoot them why not mm-hmm. run back into the building she was she was screwed up. Maybe she thought one of them had an accordion. Exactly. <laughs> or a sandwich. Maybe she thought it had a sandwich. Possibly. Uh-huh. <laughs> that looks like a ham and cheese sandwich in your hand. Oh, oh no, it's a brain. Ah! Oh, my God. For some reason, everything comes back to a ham and cheese sandwich for Scott. <laughs> it does. Every time. <laughs> okay. So, does anybody have anything positive to say about the episode? Not I really. Think, I did think Lucy on drugs was funny. Yeah. 
Okay, there's the positive. Daniel, I was I was kind of happy to see Daniel, but again, I don't believe the way that he came back into our lives. I like the fact that Skidmark was the cat. I do too. Not sure that, why that was Skidmark cute. was the cat. That and was I'm actually not sure really why cute. Skid the the cat had a bell on it. Because the bell was to attract the walker so that they fall on the spikes. Yeah. Like a bear bell. Yeah. I think you're guessing at that. No, I, I think he's not. right. I'm not. He was on a leash. He was supposed to come and he was supposed to attract the walkers into the spikes. Was he on a leash? I didn't even see the leash. I didn't leash. see he was on yeah. a leash. He was on a uh, on a rope or something. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Good. Maybe a bit of uh, walker intestine? Possibly. But he would have eaten it that. It could be. Okay. He would have eaten that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Hungry cat would eat that. That's for um, sure. But no, I, I, I just think it's highly unbelievable that... Let me say that again. Unbelievable. 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 Shut up. Just unbelievable. <laughs> it is highly unbelievable that he would come back into the world the way he did. Like, okay, Al found him and interviewed him and videotaped him. Okay, fine. Whatever. I can believe that. But the fact that he came back after... We don't even know how long it's been since the the dam blew up. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it has to have been a couple of years now, don't you think? Mm-hmm. And then he just happens to show up like where we need him to be at that time. It's just... Well, it's funny because he silly. does actually he does actually acknowledge that. Because yeah. he says to Strand, he goes, wow, small world. Yeah, when he was, you know when he was talking about here him knowing uh, Al. Yeah, um, and it's awesome that uh, both uh, our group and Daniel have found individual uh, people that have had stockpiles of stuff. Yeah, and, and airplanes. Yeah, Workable and and, airplanes. and just conveniently wonder, both get offed. Well, I wonder if I wonder if that was the stuff from the the crime crime kingpin that they knocked oh. off at the dam. Right, right. Hmm. If That's that a was good his point. Stuff that he inherited. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. but What do you think, Reagan? <laughs> it sounds very complex. Okay, yeah. good. Uh-huh. It is. It is very complex. <laughs> I, did, I enjoyed when, when um, Strand actually went up and found Daniel, where Daniel was, or Strand was talking the entire time, and Daniel said, you still talk too much. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought that was a great line, yeah. actually. I did crack up. He's like, just get in here. It's not safe to talk out there. Exactly. And he's like, ah, well, you do have new hair. So, I mean, getting to that through, you know, through their whole interaction there, obviously Daniel doesn't trust him, um, which no one probably should, even after uh, everything we've we've seen through through, uh, from the character. Um, So do you think Daniel's actually going to go try and save these people on his own? And just got Strand out of there because he knows Strand's always a negative influence. I I no. kind of do, but the problem is, is that how does he know where they are? Right. Without Strand. No, I see. This is why I'm not happy with this episode because. Well, he was able to contact him with the CB. Maybe he thinks he can contact him again. Right, and that's true. I mean, he could be. I mean, he definitely did look a little shook when he found out that Madison was dead. Hmm. Yeah, and he definitely true. did believe he's like, yeah, these people are in trouble. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So the thing that irritates me, and I understand that that he's coming back into this not knowing what has happened, how things have progressed with Strand and all the other people, but we're rehashing once again that Strand is untrustworthy. Trustworthy. 
Or and, has been untrustworthy. Exactly. And that he talks too much. Like, all that stuff. That is he has just, to re- reprove himself. We have to redo that again. We did that two seasons ago. Like, can we please just move on? I understand we have to prove it to him, but please don't dwell on it. Because mm-hmm. I'm tired of that. Which is why I said at the start, it was great that they actually just said, okay, you know, we, we saw Daniel was back. Let's go ahead and go right into that in the next episode and deal with it. But, yeah. I mean, it hasn't the the story hasn't played out enough now, so we're well, it's, it's gonna it's it, probably gonna it is probably gonna develop even more from it that. will develop even more because he kicked Strand out, so he's gonna go and try to help him, and they're gonna get back together, and Strand's gonna be still out there on his own, and then Strand will come back for whatever reason, and then he and Daniel will kiss and make up. Exactly, same always. Hmm. Yes, it will be adorable. Yeah, but that's what's irritating about this the ador- episode. The adorableness. Of the episode. Is that they're rehashing no, the exact they're rehashing same relationship? Everything. I know. I know. I know. Well, hey. It had you know, it was definitely gonna it was definitely gonna <laughs> revolve great. around something that happened in the past with them anyway, if Daniel was coming back into the show. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't Morgan who just shows up out of the blue that we know from another show. This is Daniel, who's been on the show before, who has a past history of this. So the past history is going to be brought back up. Well, and Daniel doesn't know Morgan yet, right? He hasn't met him. No, no, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that'll be or any of the people. He just knows Strand and Alicia. Yeah, I was going to say that's going to be an interesting matchup, but in a way, I don't know if it really will be. Daniel and it, Morgan. I don't know. Well, Daniel doesn't trust anybody, so we'll see. Yeah, Please. we'll see how that goes. John Dory's probably going to be like, man, that guy's a jerk. (laughs) Yes, he has a lot to offer to the conversation. Kind of like me. (laughs) (laughs) Conversation with Alicia. Where Morgan was rehashing stuff that we've already been through before, right? Yeah. What did you think about that conversation? I think that's the one I fell asleep on when I was watching the the, uh, episode again. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, in all honesty um because i think we've heard that conversation like 20 times now haven't we yeah. like well, last week I, th- I think the part that was annoying me from that uh was the fact that here he is the all-knowing person that's supposed to be leading he's trying to lead mm-hmm. her through not connecting with people and yet he's done this once or twice of like completely going into his right. kill everything zone, and that's what's actually led him out right. west, mm-hmm. is because he got away from Rick and their group again. Because he, he has breaks, he has it. breaks from and reality, yet, and uh, yes. you know, and, and, but and that's why we always kind of chuckled. I've always, I, or you know, the one thing I've learned this season is I really feel like Morgan's a much better as a secondary character than a primary character because of the fact, mm-hmm. that, because of the fact that we know he's a kook. In the background, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's yeah. the same way. He's on, yeah, he's, he's unstable, and it's the same way I used to get so frustrated when when they brought out Crazy Rick, and and had him going along with his wet, shaky hair, and going nuts on people, and, and then all of a sudden he's the leader of the community. I'm like, I don't remember that. Yeah. How do how do they not how do they trust him when right. he's so unstable? Yep. Yep. And we know yeah. that about Morgan. Well, and they, they don't know. I mean, they don't know. Right. We know that, but right. we, they don't know Morgan's right. past on that. Um, but yet he feels as though he is, 
you know, the Well, he also leader, feels compelled to tell them the, about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, but but yeah, I mean, he feels like, oh, okay, well, I'm the one that's in control enough that I can then share right. this with Alicia. When you know, and we've dealt with him in many times in the past, where he knew he was so out of control that he had yeah, to get away from He's going to start clearing again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And so he he recognizes she's in this mm-hmm. zone, but he's going right. to bring her out of that. Right. Somehow. And, and, which is all well and good, but but geez, man, I mean, I, I'm getting tired of these conversations. Well, I guess I guess part of the question I have is when he starts talking about how he had to find yeah. the open door and mm-hmm. save himself and start opening up to people. Was that back when during the Walking Dead, or was that when Al found him? Mm. Like when is he actually? It was when about? it was when Al found him because remember he didn't want to have anything to yeah. do with anybody when Al found him. But when Rick found him, sure. the you know the second or third time when in the Walking yeah. Dead, I mean. He was right. in the same position. But I think he was referring, yeah. though, to when Al found him, because he he didn't even want to have anything to do with her at the time, remember? And, right. And she convinced him to communicate with him. And yeah. and I think that's I think that's what he's talking about. You know, he was in a bad place when he ran into her. Morgan goes to a bad place a lot of times. We know that. I really, I really hope they don't take him there in this series, too. There's no need for it. There's I hope no not need to. for it. It gets old. And the, you know the other thing that is that is uh, a little unfortunate is that Al has become completely inconsequential in these in the season. She'll... In last mm-hmm. season as well. I mean, they keep trying to uh, stoke the fire on that being her being an important character. Well, I character. think Stu, I, I yeah. It's like with the with yeah. the airplane thing, and, and I that, disagree but, with you a little. Um, bit. Only in that. Um, the intriguing Good. part of it was that she was starting to bite on a story. And and that's that's getting back to the owl that we were introduced to originally. She's a reporter. So I thought it was good that she was they were showing her uh, you know, being a detective in essence, trying to figure out what's going on. And then they turn around and have her get her kidnapped. But anyway, um I did think that that was kind of kind of good that they were giving her back that, that piece again. You can you can agree. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are in point counterpoint. <laughs> are we good for a break now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be back All in right, a minute. Do you fear this man's invention that they call atomic power? We all in great confusion. Do we know time or hour? A terrible explosion may rain down upon our land, leaving horrible destruction, blotting out the works of man. Are you, are you ready for that great atomic power? Will you rise and meet your Savior in the air? Will you shout All right, everybody, we're back, and uh, we're going to jump right into our hit or miss segment, and I'm going to take us out of the gate. Perfect. How about that? Yep. All right. Unfair. Um, what? Totally unfair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to try so, and steal mine. I know you are. Uh, that, that's that's very true. There's a very big possibility. Matter of fact, Stu, I have two. I'm only going to read one, just okay. in case the other one's yours. Okay, and, thank you. And it's the one that I've already said, which is I thought uh, my hit was Lucy's drug-addled mind. Ah, <laughs> see? Oh, that was mine. Me? Yes. 
Okay, hold on. We'll do in, it again. In, no, 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 no. That's no, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. That's fine. And Why don't I, I do the other one I have? No, I. You will do the other one you have after Kim does her fifth or sixth hit. No, I was. <laughs> no, no, you're only... you're you're completely fine. Still going. I think we're still recording here. Yes, we are. Okay. That I I just thought that was very humorous. I enjoyed it, and uh, and that's kind of my hit of the uh, show this week. Mine was very similarly. I but mine was just the simple fact that she kept saying accordion. Yes, <laughs> because it was very random. Yes, it was very very well uh, brought up several times. Yes, she I think she brought up three times, mm-hmm. and. Um, no, I thought it was awesome, and I thought it was. Yeah, I liked her answer. Was she says, "Do you play the accordion?" No, but I was thinking I'd like yeah. to learn how. <laughs> yeah, and she says, "The accordion is from the drugs." Says, yes, yes. June yes. was like, "Yes, it's from the drugs." So I mean, it was that. It was random enough that they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's from the drugs." Exactly, and then she brings it up with Strand on the on the phone when he's like. She's like, yes, they've gone out there, and I've been injured and so forth, and, and I'm going to have to do something about no, the accordion. She was, she was talking to Morgan because uh, yes, Mor- right, right, yeah, right. Morgan was asking, had she heard from Strand? And they right. had just found another line of cars that was across the road or yep. something like yep. that. Yep. And she was like, and he was like, what was that? And she's like, <laughs> she's oh, like, nothing, nothing. Or she said something in Spanish, which I don't yeah. know what Kim, Kim will have to translate. I, don't, I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay, well, she said something in Spanish, and then... Uh, and she, she's like, never mind. And he was like, copy. <laughs> uh, Kimmy, what did you have? You're to be surprised at this. Oh, no. Don't build it up like that, because I probably won't be. For the first time in Fear Me history, I have yeah. zero hits. You don't have any hits at all? <laughs> None Seriously? at all. None. Wow. None? None. Not a you, one. Didn't, you didn't like this episode that much, or was it just you didn't have anything specific? That, uh, it was bleh. Really? All right, well, yeah. let's, let's move on from Kim. Reagan, what was your hit? Uh, I hit the cat. That's yeah, okay. cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, skid mark. Very okay. good. <laughs> She's Very been listening. Good. <laughs> 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 the best part is all this talking we've done and the only thing she remembers of the damn cat. I know. <laughs> I, I have to say my other hit was when Daniel shot the two shots out before he sent Strand out of the gates. Yeah, like and, move along, little. Yeah, dog he's like, and the next one's in your face. Now, Kim, you did miss one, and this is a hit for you. I, I can't believe you didn't say this. The Kim's hit for this week was the bird shit walker. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Seriously, that was good. That was uh, actually very yeah. funny because I said something to Stuart about yeah. that. I was like, "Oh, did they, you see that?" <laughs> they set up. A, they set up Reagan. They set up a trap. For, for walkers with, by putting two birds in a cage and hanging it from a tree. And the walkers are underneath reaching up for the birds because they were making all this noise, and one just had all this bird shit all down his face. <laughs> that's true. That is very... Okay, thank you, Scott. Yeah, that was, that's a <laughs> That was a very one. good one. Yeah. 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 I, I knew you would like that one. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, Definitely. thank you. Um, I, uh, Kim, you know, it's funny. I, I don't have a specific um, miss. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I couldn't get into the episode. I would just say, in general, I just could not find myself getting too interested in the episode. Same. Um, and and I think actually, I think you nailed it on the head. I'm maybe I'm just a little disappointed because the premises that they brought out, I thought were looking like they were going to be kind of interesting, and they're just kind of fizzling out or just yeah. <laughs> too crowded together or something. I don't know. It was just very unexciting for something that seemed like yeah that it it, it had some good. St- 
I don't know. It could have been amazing. Some good depth to it. Yeah. There was like and, nothing and we to may it. Be, you know, and we may be two episodes from now talking about how fantastic it is and, and you it know, just, completely forgetting about the fact that we said this because it actually turns out to be a very interesting premise. It was well, all. It's all presented as though it's like, here it is and now it's gone. Mm-hmm. Here it is and now it's gone in the past two episodes. It just seems like they're just throwing us a storyline just to... Fill it until Dwight gets there. Like, I'm hoping yeah. in two episodes, Dwight's here. Yeah. Well, and I think we got to give them, I mean, we got to give them the benefit of the doubt, though, because they are playing the uh, mysterious uh, unknown folks, kind of like they did with the wolves, mm-hmm. and giving us little tidbits of them, and then we'll find out what they are. Just, just uh, uh, you know, fear <laughs> fear writers don't disappoint us. Yeah, for we, sure. we will We will rip you big we will time riot. If, it's, if it's pretty lame. Totally. Well, Honestly, I think part of the, to me that is really bothering me with this, and this is not my miss, my is is the fact that they just got dropped into conveniently dropped yeah. into this space. Yeah, because right. their airplane, which we didn't even know they had an airplane from last season, they were they were in an airplane and it crashes and they're dropped in the space. And now we're gonna spend the rest of the season trying to figure out how they're getting out of the space that we didn't even know they were going to. Pretty much right. I think, uh, yes, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's very uh, odd. They had, like, like we said, like I said before, they had, like, the best place. And then they decided to throw it all away because uh-huh. someone contacted get, them on the radio. And, and then get trapped in a birdcage. Now, yeah, I mean, yes. I don't think it's going to be the whole season on that because we still are going to be dealing with uh, Max Headroom's character at some point with the mill and well, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, can I do my miss real quick? Yeah. Okay. I'm next. Okay. So my miss, <laughs> my miss has everything no, to do I'm with what we're talking to be about. Next. I'm sorry. We have what five different groups now that we're contending with. Seventy-two. We have <laughs> our main group. We have Max Headroom. We have the Strung Up Walkers. We have uh-huh. the Radioactive Group. We have the children. The, the children <laughs> forgot about them, and then the people who who got Daniel doesn't Al, seem very friendly. And now we've got Daniel. That's six right there. Six different groups that have been introduced in two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Please, are you kidding? Well, here's it seems Kim, like they're Kim, just here's, throwing it all out there, yes, and then the writers gonna be like, what "Works. We're gonna you know, see I, I, how we're gonna take it after this." Yeah. I just thought of this though. We were introduced to a girl from the power plant, right? Yeah. Um. But we assumed that the guy, the walker that was in the weird suit, had something to do with the radiation in the power plant, right? No, I no, don't. That has something. That, I think that has something to do with that other group that's stringing people. I know, up. I know. Yeah. It just, but yeah, because that's what, one of their people's what grabbed uh, um, uh, Al. Al. But I was thinking that that. Oh, never mind. It's it's uh, it's kooky. It is, but there's just too many little pieces moving around the board right now. Right, and well, and again, we may find ourselves in two episodes going, oh wow, they pulled that all together, great. Yeah. But right now, I'm not seeing it. Now, the the interesting thing though is, like, I'm interested in about half of those groups, like the the uh-huh. power plant people. I would be interested, but they did not do it correctly. The other ones, I'm very fascinated with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so what was the show Al was on before the actress Lost? Yes, Lost. Maggie Grace. Do you feel mm-hmm. like we're going down that road a little bit with all the shit that they're throwing uh, no, out there? That Without was, the that was, monsters, that was uh, that was a little too more paranormal. fanciful. Yeah, that was a little bit, little bit more fanciful. 
Um, but the radioactive anteater that they had. <laughs> yeah. I like the polar bear myself. Same. But nonetheless. Uh, yeah. I Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know where they're going with this. But it, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that, that they'll pull it together by the end. But uh, right now, I'm just waiting for something to happen interesting. And then we Lucy's still- going to be like, all of a sudden see like an accordion like a caricature <laughs> like accordion and be like I'm an accordion why don't you play me <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved it if they showed her through her eyes looking at a walker and all of a sudden the walker became an accordion that would be awesome and, and she went like, to play Aww. it oh, come here come here <laughs> um, oh, but no and then we still have Dwight like I said to deal with at some point in this it's probably going to be a while. And I think they're, they're going to lay that one till later. And like we know he's coming, but when is he coming and how? And why do that's we even know it's going to be a while? Coming. I mean, that's right. Why do we, why did they tell us that he was that's coming? The carrot at the end of the story. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my miss. Go okay. Ahead. Oh, um, my miss was Scott completely. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Now, yeah. now my miss was um, just the, how they were dealing with the radiation and the the reactor. And like I had said at the very beginning, it's it just mm-hmm. seems inconsistent with oh the danger factor of you know what we're, what we're dealing with like the walkers and mm-hmm. and um, you know how dangerous uh, this stuff is being contact contracted <laughs> spread around <laughs> <laughs> between people <laughs> because because exactly. it's it's like okay I'm gonna like wash everybody I'm gonna wash you off Morgan. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. I'm out of water, so uh, well, you know, I can't really do anything else. Did you inhale it? Did you rub around in the ash? That was just no. a way to get Morgan naked. Yeah, maybe so. Well, it was to it was to get you hooked on the there's radiation in the area storyline, you know, because we've all seen the movies where you're supposed to get go into the scrubbers and yeah and get all this stuff. So that's they they were just. But she had like like the um, tarps out all over uh-huh. the place for like where they're gonna fall down. Yeah, yeah, they're like rolling around on all the tarps. Exactly. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> silly. So you're all getting it all over you anyways. So Again, silly. I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. She never said she was good. No. And that's why everybody in the plant died. Yep. Yeah, that's very true. Yep. And I'm what still trying to, to figure out, did, did you guys see anything on the little things they were Dosimeter? carrying? Dosimeters. Did nope. you actually see that it said, like, maybe, I don't know. They've too much radiation. Too much radiation. No. Yeah. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. No. She kept um, looking at him intently, and it was like, "Oh yeah, well that's bad." Well, it's it just was, like, but you couldn't see anything on any of them. It was just like, it, I think we were just supposed to assume that they know what they're looking for. I want to know what they're looking for. Sue, so, it's assuming. I don't assume anything because that makes I, an ass out of you and me. Uh, well, there's uh, too late. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to some listener comments about the episode. Chris at Cute Poison Ten said, "I'm still waiting for Dwight. Thank the you. nuclear stuff is boring. It's not Chernobyl. <laughs> what about Morgan's stick? It could have been cleaned, but it's just a <laughs> stick. Which it sounds very dirty when I'm saying. It. <laughs> Which apparently can now kill walkers through the chest. What mm-hmm. the hell happened to headshots? Podcast better than the show. Oh, thank you, Chris. <laughs> um, very nice. <laughs> thanks, Chris." Uh, you know what, though? Morgan's stick is made out of wood. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he can't get it back. That right. makes sense. You know, wood absorbs radiation. 
I have to say though, it it, it seemed kind of childlike that he kept he even referred to it as his stick. Where's my instead point? of like his you know it's his staff Spear. or whatever. Don't say staff. No, I think I actually kind of like the way he I, the way he refers to it like that. I I, I you know he's not being too too formal about the whole thing. Yeah. Can I have my, can I have my stick back? <laughs> no, you cannot have your stick back. Okay. That's very funny. All right, Reagan's going to help us out with these. Okay, Undead Walking at Undead Walking FS said, it raises a really important issue that no one has addressed yet. What happened to the nuclear plants in the apocalypse? This is one story. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That's, that's why so I think many. it's... A, yeah, well, I think that's why this is an interesting premise. I just don't think it's being carried out very well. But they're exactly right. You know, nuclear plants. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Nuclear pants. <laughs> yes. Addicted to you at Rennie89 said, I was very excited to see Daniel Salazar back in Fear of the Walking Dead and reunite with Strand. Hope Daniel will change his mind and will help our people. Can't wait for episode three and Dwight. Yeah, totally. David Valentin. At DV Orlando said, so far as meh. <laughs> For me, you know, same tired, old formula. Number one, moral dilemma. Number two, saving people that do not want to be saved. Mm-hmm. And number three, big bad. Just sent this guy on a collision course to Alexandria and be done with it. TWD and FTW have overstayed their welcome. Wow. Let's wrap it up already. Why do you keep watching David? Because he's been saying this for at least a whole season. Well, that's his, you know, that's his his white whale. So I'm curious, David, if you're going to watch the third spinoff, or, you know, the third show, mm-hmm. and uh, if you're going to stick around for that. Are you sticking around because you love us? I think that's <laughs> why he is. So the third one is the one that's going to be in Gastonia, North Carolina, right? <laughs> yeah. Bunch of rednecks on the road. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? They'd be like, That'd be scary as hell. Cletus, give me a Cletus, beer. Cletus, I gotta give shoot this guy. I give would be much rifle. more scared of the rednecks than I would be of the dead people. <laughs> Always. That's damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> but let's make sure we with that everybody understands that we live amongst them. Oh, we no. I, yeah, I have friends from Gastonia, but you keep your enemies close. <laughs> They're not really enemies, though. They'll help you if they oh, have yeah. the opportunity. I mean, you got to keep some, yeah, I mean, people got to know, you know, what to do in those situations. And mm-hmm. they're pretty good because they can, like, you know. Oh, just... they would last longer than me in the apocalypse. Totally. They I'm can out in 30 um, skin minutes. a deer, get a hog for you. There's all it's kinds of It's dark out. Make I can't moonshine. see my book. <laughs> all right. My electric toothbrush doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're in a different category there, buddy. Yeah, I'm a dead man. <laughs> I'm pre-walker already. <laughs> okay, so Fan Mom at Fan Mom AF said, I still love TWD, but fear it not grabbing me so far this season. Agreed. I, I, Agreed. I, we'll, we'll just have to see, all right? We'll just have to see. I, I thought the first half of it grabbed us pretty well. The I first mean, half? Or the second half of last season, I should say. Excuse oh. Me. Yeah. And yeah. so I think, I you know, we'll just have to see. I mean, it's not it's not horrible. I still love the it's characters. The only, it's only the second episode. I, mean, I know. I know. Let's, let's, if we get around to the fourth or fifth episode and we're still snoring through parts of the show, then, then we should really 
really complain. I don't know if it's coming across, but I actually do enjoy the show. It's not coming across. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I do. I like the show. It's good. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I like it too. It's just weak right now. I'm extremely critical. That's just my. I mean, that's who I am. That's who y'all, all of us are. Yeah, we all are pretty bare. If we weren't, this would be an incredibly boring show and last about ten minutes. Yeah, for real. Because that would be all of us talking about beer, and then there'd be nothing else to talk about. All right. Squawking Dead, who I guess is a new new listener. Hi, Squawking Dead. Which is hey, another Squawk. podcast, actually. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Uh, said, love how it's shaping up. Their premise is a classic good intentions, but it is obviously meant to be challenged over the course of the season. It's looking more like a, quote, how can you expect to save others if you aren't willing to save your sw- yourselves, unquote, situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or your mm-hmm. swelves. Or your swelves. Yeah, I mean it, exactly, and I, you know, I think maybe we're bombing on it too much at the moment. Let's let's uh, let's see what happens in a couple episodes, and then then we can really lay into it. Right now, it's just kind of slow. Well, yeah, no, right. I think right now they threw a bunch of dice on the table, and we have to yep. see like you know what happens. Yeah, how it all falls um, out. Yep. And I think, and we're probably disappointed because one of the dice was a dud. Yeah, sure. well, and and I think. You know, I mean, from the from the writer's standpoint, I think they threw a bunch of content down, and because they they're like, okay, we have a series of avenues that we can take the storyline now, mm-hmm. which is this show is done all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's they, they've been doing that forever. The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. But the problem with that is that it seems kind of lazy, because mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it seems like they don't really know where they're taking the show. But you know. Well, but you could look at it another way. You could look at it as they've thrown a bunch of premises out there. Which one's going to be the interesting one? Yeah. Yeah. They have several interesting ones on the table. Or they know which are the interesting ones. They're just trying to confuse you. No, they want you to wonder which ones are the interesting ones. I want it. Well, is it is it going to be a choose your own adventure? Oh, that would be fun. That would be super fun. Yes, be nice. Everybody vote. Everybody vote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm going for Al's people. I, I don't even know if Reagan knows Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not that young, I guess. <laughs> how young are you? How, what is, how young are you? What is your age? 21. 21, oh you guys. God. That's yep. right. Drink up, young lady. Yep. Give that girl right. a beer. <laughs> it, is, it is quite weird to be sitting here drinking a beer with you, I must say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Next week on Fear of the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 3, Humbug's Gulch. Uh, June <laughs> and Dory. Name. Yeah, really. June and Dory take shelter to hide from a threat, but a misunderstanding with a desperate survivor leads to trouble. Meanwhile, Alicia and Morgan face a dangerous obstacle. Hmm. hmm. Who's the desperate survivor that leads to trouble? Hmm. Probably a June. new person. Now, where where did we leave June and or Dory? The Were they still in the in the camp? Right. Yeah, but yeah. everybody's with them now. Yeah, right, right. right. So okay. um, I don't think, yeah, they're not on their own at this point. So we haven't seen this but, character yet. But they're trying, they were trying to find the kids. It was like a main, main thing right, that they were right. trying to exactly. do. Exactly. That's what got them at Camp Kaidahoga or whatever it was. June was um, unexpectedly excited about the car that they found. They were like, and it can fit kids. Remember that? <laughs> oh, it was right. kind of weird. It was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a weird she, focus. She's she's like all of a sudden very motherly. Yeah, which I under I I don't like any vehicle where I can fit kids. <laughs> that means that I have to drive them around. That's true. Yes. Yes. Listen to them argue. 
Mm-hmm. Which yeah. these three kids, the the sister seem, seems to argue a lot. We don't yes. need any of that. You you don't want bratty kids? No. Well, they they actually seem more mature than the people that we're dealing with in the show. They certainly knew how to deal with things better. Yes, they did. Much much better. Actually, I kind of like the kids, to tell you the truth. I did, too. I did. I mean, yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kim is wrong. That's what we're... Yeah. Yes. We're agreeing on that. Okay, Kim is mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> Drive okay. those kids around, Stu. On that Bring note. them out. <laughs> well... We want to say thank you to our niece, Reagan. Yeah, sitting in through the whole thing. Here. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks for sitting in, even though you know nothing about this show mm-hmm. or our podcast. Mm-hmm. So that was yes. awesome. Thank you for playing along at home. Yes. <laughs> Very amazing. <laughs> if you'd like to write to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.